and welcome to the pod of Born to Be a Star. It's Tuesday, you know, going back to work today. Got a million and fifty things to do. Super yay. Um, but that's how it goes. Uh, had an amazing weekend. Church was good on Sunday. Pastor Ford said some amazing things. Uh, we really got to hear a really important story. And so I'm going to start the pod off with the important story. God took away uh, leprosy from 10 people, but only one of the person, one of the people came back and devoted his life to God and the other nine didn't. And Father Ford was saying that the reason that that happened is because their hearts weren't ready. And I think uh, that's an amazing message to the world. Um, I've come a long way in my personal life and my personal endeavors uh, from not doing any church to uh, becoming, going back into a Baptist church and now, you know, starting this RCIA, which is Roman Catholic um, Integration um, a Program, which they call it RCIA. Um, I'm just so excited to become a part of a parish where I can understand clearly what pa- Father Ford is saying, and there's other people around me that are saying the same prayers or whatever and it all makes sense and I'm not saying that everybody has to go to church everybody has to believe in God and everybody has to uh be Catholic or Baptist or or anything really I guess you could believe in whatever you want I believe everyone has the right to believe in what they want to I don't believe that other people's thoughts should be forced on me but taking that story away 10 people are saved and one person shows up I think that 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 we see that all the time um he was also talking about gratefulness and how when you're grateful you're just happy and that really stuck with me because I'm always happy and I'm always grateful there are some times where it's, 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 it feels impossible to try to have positivity or enthusiasm or happiness when you're sad you know having polycystic ovary syndrome sucks especially when you are trying to start your family but there's other options there's always adoption and when, when there's a will there's a way so I try to just stay positive you know thinking about all those things there's so many ways that your life could smack you in the face and you could feel like it's impossible to be grateful but we have to look beyond that and we have to be stronger so I wanted to start the podcast off with sort of uh, taking something from the sermon don't be those nine people that didn't show up and bow down to God be that one person that's grateful and turns something small into something big why not be that person regardless if you even believe in religion try to be happy even in times of discouragement and pain because your happiness and your energy will get you through anything you have to believe that you can do it reflecting in your mirror whether you're in your bathroom whether you're in your car or whether you're in your room or whether you're in your house wherever the mirrors are where you can see your reflection you have to reflect on the past and you have to reflect toward the future where do you see yourself in five years where do you see where were you five years ago have you gotten to where you were supposed to get to are you satisfied with who you're becoming do you like this version of you if you do like the version of you uh bravo if you've got some things you want to fix that's cool too I want you to look at your reflection in the mirror and love yourself. That's what we're working on here. You're working on self-confidence, self-awareness, and loving yourself. Because if you love yourself first, then you can love anybody else after. That's the importance of this. Yes, you can sign up to 
start a program at school. Yes, you can decide you want to switch fields and do something else with your life. You could do that multiple times. Uh, first, I wanted to be a teacher. That didn't work out. Then I went into financing. And I thought I was going to have such a difficult time. I got my NMLF with a snap of a finger. I got my notary very quickly. Everything just kind of happened. And it was just, I don't know if it was a shock, but it really was like, wow, this wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I think that I made myself believe that everything was more difficult than it is to trigger myself into not thinking I could do things. And that's not good. And, and I'm being honest here. Like, I, I let that really, I let the past really victimize my future. And, and I can't do that anymore. So I'm working on myself here. And if you're feeling that same way, you got to work on yourself too. You have to know that you can't give up. Like John Asina says, never give up. There's going to be difficult things. He supports children that have cancer. And he does make a wish. And his energy and his positivity and his courageousness and his love and his agility to continue to make the most wishes ever is just something that you should look at and say, wow, if he can do that, why can't I do this? I'm talking about children of cancer. Something that just makes you want to just cry all fucking day. The, the imagining that. Imagining you have a child and then you have to deal with that after having them. The idea of having children is raising them, providing them with a safe, happy uh, childhood so they can grow up and become an amazing adult and do amazing things. They don't have to follow one, like, thing. They Maybe they'll go to college. Maybe they won't go to college. Who knows? Maybe they'll go into the army. Maybe they'll become a designer. Maybe they'll become a basketball player. They could, or maybe baseball, or maybe uh, a, a football player, or a soccer player, or they'll become a musician. Who knows? Anyway, every day is an opportunity for us to take our lives and live it. Not be fearful, not be scared, not question ourselves, but just live. So I dare you to live your life, and I dare you to love yourself. I, I dare you to look in your mirror and say, yes, I can. Say it with me again. Yes, I can. Today is Tuesday. It is October. And yes, I can. Yes, I will. I'm going to do it. And if you say that to yourself, if you have a mantra, there's nothing you can't do. If the world is telling you all this crap, you have to be strong thinking, why should I not live my life for that? Exactly. Exactly. Moving on from the fact that you're a star wherever you are, let's get to our favorite part of the conversation. Which is, no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So, you know, this whole fucking debacle that's happening with Trump and Biden and Biden slipping up on his conversations and the fact that he doesn't know what the fuck he is and he's just confused all the time just all the time like he's a fucking nightmare beyond a nightmare just just clearly a moron and I'm I hate how the media covers up for him I don't understand that shit I I wish they wouldn't do it but they continue to fucking do it it doesn't make any sense that they want to change the narrative of stories, act like we're not in a fucking recession in the United States of America, and act like the fact that Wall Street's just fucking confused. 
These me and Skip listen listen to the show called Halftime, and he basically watches CNBC all day. He has the luxury of working from home. Star, on the other hand, is in finance, and I work in a public setting, so I don't have the availability to watch these things. But what I can tell you is that the market doesn't know what's happening. People keep lying. And things aren't as they seem. They're corrupting the schools with their sexuality conversations. Talking about how men can decide they want to be girls and then play women's sports. What the fuck are we talking about? Then you got these psychotic people that are willing to just murder children. Like, at nine months, you want to have a fucking abortion? Like... You need to be held responsible for your decisions. And an abortion is a way out for you not to be held responsible. If you're going to have unprotected sex, if you're not going to be in a relationship with somebody, if you're not going to do things the way you're supposed to do them, then you have to be held responsible. That's just it. Stop giving these people a way out. And I've told you multiple times about the problem with black Americans and the Democratic Party. Oh, it's a fucking problem. But a lot of people are waking the fuck up. The, the the match that's happening in Georgia where they're trying to go after, um, I think it's Herschel, about his ex-girlfriend getting a fucking um, abortion, likely made up. It's just, it's just very strange how that comes out right before an election in November. It's also very strange how somebody is probably pissed off with uh, Joe Biden and uh, shit's happening about his son his drug-infested, cocaine-snorting son that buys prostitutes. Yeah, let's have that conversation. That's not on the news. It isn't. I, I, I tell you every day about how much fucking Clinton News Network sucks. Nobody's looking at it. MSNBC, uh, Kissasser, and ABC sniffing cocaine. They're all the fucking same. They've got these fucking elderly-ass people. Like The View. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You motherfuckers on that goddamn show wouldn't understand anything if it slapped you in the goddamn face. And I know you want to insult people because they don't agree with your shitty narratives and you want to talk about people and their opinions. But how about you kiss somebody's ass? It could be mine or it could really be anybody's. How about you just go suck it? How about that? The idea that you want to take my right away for freedom of speech and my availability to understand that you're a fucking moron, your thoughts aren't correct. You're fucking wrong. You don't know how to do math. The Democratic Party is an embarrassment. The debt we owe is $30 trillion. That's a fucking problem, man. Our economy is not okay. There's not going to be good numbers on the fucking employment. And it's probably off. And the Fed, they're using numbers that are not useful. So they keep hammering down on inflation and shit. But again, they're they're using numbers that are not useful. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? It's just an embarrassment. How much more do I have to say? I don't know. There's the question. Like, how far do I have to go here? I just keep asking myself. What what is up with this? I don't know. But anyways, this is the Democratic Party. They will lie and scheme and shroom and they would have elected anyone else just so they could get Trump out of power because they're scared of him. That's why they're talking about Trump. That's why they're talking about Ron DeSantis. That's why they're trying to insult them. That's why they're trying to act like January 6th was that much of a big deal. I'm sorry, 9-11 was worse than that. 
Are you fucking kidding me? You're acting like January 6th is a bad deal. And on 9-11, people from another fucking country came over here, took over flights, and killed Americans. The Twin Towers don't exist anymore. People are dead. They don't even act like 9-11 is a big deal anymore. People have gotten over it, and they don't even act like that happened. It's fucking horrible. We don't need to allow people in this country from fucking Afghanistan, and they should really be getting, like, seriously looked at. I'm sorry that it sounds like that, but I fucking mean it. People that are not from American soil and don't have visas here, and if people are in programs, they really gotta be given, like, a like a clear look over. Like, their past needs to be looked into, and they have to be coming here to be a part of the country and a part of the working class. If they're not, then they shouldn't be given the right to be becoming a United States American citizen. We need to have more quality people in this country, not just allowing people to come over here because they want to claim sovereign or they want to claim they need to be helped. They're doing that shit so they can come over here and fuck up our country. That's what they're doing. And I, I understand this is the land of the great, but how the fuck is it going to be the land of the great if you keep allowing all these bums to come over here? I keep telling you. The New York governor is complaining about 100,000 people in New York saying they need more funds and they need help and, and they're struggling. Motherfucker, go to Texas and go to Arizona. Please shut the fuck up. Nancy Pelosi has the audacity to say that Florida needs more workers. They don't need more workers like that. That's a lie. Bitch, you don't know anything. You're so far removed from reality. My God. You're worth like $80 billion or some shit. You know how you have all that money? You've been lying and scheming for fucking ever. And no one wants to call you out. Because the fucking Republicans just didn't care. Well, now you got another person to deal with. You have young people that aren't okay with your elderly ass having all this goddamn money that you can't fucking spend. While we pay ridiculous ass taxes and our 401ks become vacant. Okay, bitch? How about that? Young people trying to buy houses, trying to live their life, trying to have kids, trying to start their own story. And then we got to look at your wretched, can barely speak elderly ass with Chuck Schumer, who doesn't know what the fuck time of the day is, with Joe Biden, who clearly doesn't need to be talking. Uh, hot mics happen to his ass all the time. I know people didn't like Trump. I understand that. But come on, man. Biden is a hundred times worse. You didn't like Trump because you didn't like his tweeting. I kind of like that he didn't give a fuck. It was nice to have a president that wasn't a politician, okay? These politicians have been living off the government for their entire career, and they suck. They're not that bright, and they suck. And I know you want to make fun of uh, Trump for whatever reason, but he's cash flow positive. And people would rather go on Truth and Rumble than YouTube and Twitter. I'm just saying. Google is going to lose a lot of people and they're doing some weird shit where they're taking away people's opportunity to have Republican things being sent to them. I've told you multiple times, I'm a Republican. I'm a proud Republican and I'm an extreme conservative, right? I, I don't think we should be spending money that we don't have. That doesn't make any sense. That gives you debt. I believe that when you have things to pay, you pay them off. I don't think that you wait. I don't think that you use money incorrectly and you get away with that. While I have questions about student loans and 
are certain colleges worth a certain amount of money, I still understand the responsibility of your education. All these fucking handouts that they want to give out to people are not the answer. They're not. We have to snap back in November and teach them a hard fucking lesson. This is our country, not yours. You're going to fix the fucking immigration process or there's going to be a problem. And when the Republicans get back in office, they need to put that um, non-Muslim thing back. Because why are we allowing all these people to come into our country that believe in shit that hates Americans, okay? Bad shit's going to happen. Bad things. Hillary Clinton is a nightmare. Uh, The Obamas are embarrassing. And we have to stop. We cannot allow these fucking elderly morons to ruin our lives. And I'm talking about anybody who's 40 years old or younger. We have to stop. Even 50. We have to stop. We have to stop allowing these people to ruin our lives. I'm not going to be okay with this anymore. I'm done. Get the fuck out of here. You're not taking out my fucking tax money. And I see these dented up fucking roads everywhere. Half of the highway's paved. The other half isn't. When are you going to fix all these fucking projects that you started? And I live in a democratic state. It's a fucking embarrassment. The fucking moron governor that works here, for the love of God, his name is Lamont. You can pretty much guess where I live. He is a lying, cheating, scheming son of a bitch that will take any money, pretend he's giving it to poor people. They're not getting it. I don't know what he does with the money. Does he have pools in his backyard? You can know the stories about the East Coast and know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're all lying. He's horrible. I'm definitely voting for Bob Stefanowski, and the other one can kiss my fucking ass, and he can kiss the ass of every other citizen in this goddamn state that he fucking robs. Every goddamn day, every month, every fucking paycheck, every time I have to pay car tax or some shit for something, I'm just like, what the fuck? Enough. We have to fight them back. January 6th should have been the start of people reacting to them. They're not safe in Washington. That's what that was. If you're going to fuck us over, we're coming to where you work. AOC acting like she was going to die. Bitch, shut up, okay? You just want attention. You're just good for pressing buttons on Instagram. Outside of that, you're not smart. It doesn't matter that you went to an Ivy League school because your job was a fucking bartender. That says it all. And I don't mean to be rude here, but I'm going to be rude. How do you go to an Ivy League school and your job is a bartender? Hmm. I fucking wonder. Pete Buttigieg or Buttigieg, or whatever the fuck his name is, he's gay. He fit a box. Hello. The White House uh, press secretary that goes out and talks, whatever her fucking name is, Cleo something something, that bitch is just a nightmare. Biden doesn't know where he is, and he's the president, and he gets lost every day, and his wife has to wheel him back in in Secret Service. What a job Secret Service must have working for him. Just a thought. Thanks for tuning in to this Tuesday edition of No Media Loud, No Media Loud, No Media Loud. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They lie to us anyway, every day, always. Be strong, America. Don't listen to them. And if you want to become a part of our country, do it the right fucking way. Or you're going to get sent back to wherever the fuck you came from. 
I'm sorry, that's it. Because I can't go to any other country and do that. So you can't come here and do that. Next, next. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. The light is calling. The light is calling you. Yesterday, well, earlier in the conversation, I told you about what Pastor Ford said. And it really brightened and lifted up my day while I was in church. Because, you know, sometimes life can be a little uneasy and things can be stressful and we all get to that point and I've been holding on to baggage for a long time with prior experiences prior relationships and I finally you know this past weekend I just decided to just be happy and fuck it yeah great some things aren't going the way I want them to but still I cannot be happy You know, like, why does everything just have to be negative? And it doesn't have to be negative. I can be happy. It's just, it's sometimes difficult to get to that point. You have to find the light. And you are the light. So regardless of how negative things get, polycystic ovary syndrome, having difficulty with fertility, getting pregnant, uh, not being able to find a house in a shitty housing market, you know, finding a car but feeling like did I really get a good deal but I'm just gonna go with it and say I did um sometimes just being tired and not having enough time to sleep just always worried about an opinion and I don't know if that's from when I was younger or what the fuck but there's always something that can steer you away from being happy and steer you away from the light and steer you into the darkness and the loneliness And you have to have the ability not to do that. Don't be depressed. Depression is something you learn, man, or you feel. Go get some fucking medicine. Stop pretending like you have to be bipolar and just stay negative. You can be happy. You don't always have to be just negative and miserable because misery wants company. You don't have to surround yourself with miserable people that are always complaining. I told you yesterday, it's okay not to be friends with certain people. And sometimes you just get to that point this is what I'm saying it's okay to be bright and light and happy you don't always have to be miserable and sad and mad and complaining about something you could just live complaint free or or try to be positive I know sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of impossible to be positive in, in bad situations I told you about fertility problems like I'm trying to have a baby and some some of it is okay and some of it isn't and, and this isn't the first time I've dealt with this. So I'm looking at adoption or somebody else is going to have to carry the child for me. Like, is that luck? No, but I can talk about it because I'm not embarrassed about it. And I'm not the only one dealing with it. There's a lot of women that have to deal with that difficulty. But, you know, I do believe in God and I, I do believe everything's going to work out. So I'm just going to keep talking to God, keep trying, following what the doctors are saying. And I think things are going to work themselves out. I, I really do. I'm not going to be negative. I'm not going to be unhappy. I'm not going to sabotage my future, especially wanting kids, being negative about it. I think that's not going to help. As far as like houses go, the same goddamn thing. Any part of your life, it could just be that you're sick of your job and you're stressed out and you want to do something else. And you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to about it because everybody would be like, it's a job. It doesn't matter. But maybe you don't feel like that. Maybe you want to change your 
phone service or you want a new iPhone or you want something new and everybody tell you, why do you need that? Why don't you do this? Somebody's always telling you something, right? Don't listen to them. How about that? Next part of our conversation, fall weather. Now, we've already talked about this before, but it's really cold in New England, bro. Like, it kind of went from, a, okay, this is like September folly to now like, shit, I need to put a coat on. And I've already asked you, like, how do you, like, buy a jacket? I don't even think I'm going to buy one. I, I feel like I'm just going to wear the fleece I have and not spend money on shit I don't need. Um, somebody said something funny to me about going shopping in your own closet. That's kind of a great idea, honestly. I really like the idea of that. I thought it was hilarious. I was bragging about Savers and Goodwill like I always do. You know I love Savers and you know I love Goodwill. Um, there are really amazing stores and there's so much in them and the prices are really great uh, especially compared to like malls and shit I just I don't know I can't deal with the mall with shopping I like some of the stuff is okay in there but it's always overpriced and it's not great quality and I just feel like why am I going to spend this much money for this crap is it really worth it and then I have to deal with like other people trying to fight buying shit with them and it's just irritating and I like H&M. Forever 21, I don't know. Like, their quality starting to deteriorate. And the store is just a fucking nightmare. But, um... It got cold. So I don't know if I want to buy a jacket. But I do think it might be time to layer up. And just be aware of the fact that you might not want to wear dresses to work. Or you might want to get, like, pantyhose. Because it is cold. C-O-L-D code. The weather has definitely changed. Moving into the next part of our conversation. So trying to find a house is fun. But Skip says he doesn't want to live in the boondocks. Like he doesn't want to live where it's not close to stores or stores aren't close by. I kind of like the idea of quiet. Living near a hospital for the amount of time we've lived here, I'm over it. I don't want to be anywhere where I hear noise. I don't want cars. I don't want to be on a main fucking street. I don't want traffic. Like, I'm over it. Like, I can hear it at night. I don't want to hear that wherever we're buying property. But we'll see what happens. Um, I guess it's not a smart idea to live in the woods, like, with nothing around. Like, especially in the wintertime with snow and everything. Maybe that's not a good idea. But I kind of like the outdoors. I like the distance and the disconnection from, like phones and technology and all that crap I like the idea that I don't have to be on that but the idea of some shit called spectrum or dish network or direct tv pass like we have xfinity and I'll complain about them I don't know why the bill is high but I guess I'd rather have that than whatever I saw I don't know I'm picky about that shit Skip has in there to say he'd rather live in the hood than live in, like, um, the outskirts of a city, like, in, like, complete, like, Hills Have Eyes, Nowheresville. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I really don't. Next part of our conversation, sunglasses. Do I need to buy expensive sunglasses? Like, I ordered these CoverGirl sunglasses off eBay, and they were 5 bucks, and I've been wearing them, and I like them. I don't know where the rest of my sunglasses are. I legit don't know. Um, it'd be nice if I did. 
but I don't know where the fuck they are. Um, I don't know if I broke all of them or I put them somewhere there in like other pocketbooks. I'm going to have to find them. So I definitely want to get more sunglasses. So I'm struggling. Do I buy like a pair of Ray-Bans? Do I buy two of those? Do I buy some shitty pair of sunglasses? How do I do this? How do I re-up my sunglasses? Do I just go in Forever 21 like I've already done? Because that works. But I feel like I don't know if I want to go on Forever 21. Because the last couple pair of sunglasses I got out of there, they just break. And I don't have time for that. So, I don't know. But I'm going to have to do some investigation on this. Next part of our conversation, video games. So, I'm a old school Nintendo video gamer. I love old stores with retro games. I also have connected Nintendo, Super Nintendo. My mom has my N64. Um, I love old school video games. Um, the the Wii is totally looks cool. At some point, I want to update to the new Nintendo game system whenever I remember to do it. I just always fucking forget, so that's great. Um, I love video games. I just don't really have time for it. We used to play Call of Duty all the time. Um, me and my best friend or Skip and we used to play all these video games all the time but now that I'm so busy like I don't really have time for that I want to really make time for video games because they're fun right um, it's important it's really important next part of our conversation Fright Night I definitely want to get back to Fright Night likely this weekend before it ends <coughs> we've already been there once I don't know if we need to go again but I want to it was fun like this time I want to dress up in my costume and I want to have a good fucking time. Like, that's what I want to do, man. I don't really care about anything else. I just want to put the shirt on. I want to wear the shorts. And I want to have a good fucking time. The idea is to be scary and fearful and, and laugh at the old school Freddy Krueger movies and just have a good fucking time. I'm literally about to watch scary movies from now to the end of the month, bro. And I don't care. My husband's like, we got way too much other stuff to watch. That shit can wait. It's fucking October. It's Halloween time. Back up, bro. No, we're watching Halloween till fucking October is over. We can watch other stuff in between when we're watching scary movies. But I'm watching scary movies. Getting into that start of that conversation. Let's move on from this to uh, Star Wars talk. Star Wars talk. We watch together. So, yeah, scary movies, I'm ready to do it. Hallmark, I'm giving them a break when um, 1021 comes because I'm not watching uh, Christmas movies in fucking October. I will put my Christmas tree up in November, the second week. I will do that. I've been doing it for the last couple of years, and it's definitely made my life easier not waiting until December to do it. I typically try to do it when I have a weekend off in November just to get it done because I'm doing the election on the 8th, and um, I want to be prepared and ready for that. Uh, I really do horror movies i'm looking forward to watching the halloween series i'm looking forward to watching um nightmare on elm street uh jason Voorhees. i'm looking forward to the old school horror movies and the new ones the new halloween ends comes out i don't know if michael is going to actually die this time because i feel like he's died a lot of times and i don't understand that i just have a lot of questions like I will tell you that Jamie Lee Curtis is one of the one of the most legendary actresses to ever exist and I do want to give her um, a round of applause so bravo bravo 
she has been in every Halloween that I have ever seen, and I watch them every year, and I'm always just thrilled with her character, her her energy, her enthusiasm, and her. She is horror, okay? Just like there's Hellraiser and there's a bunch of other really scary movies, she is horror, okay? She does it in a way where it just feels so natural to scream and yell and run away from Michael's and she's actually related to Michael and he's been trying to kill her ass for her entire life basically Jamie Lee Curtis is an example of extraordinary and I I think that they have done an amazing job over the years and granted the last Halloween movie wasn't my favorite because it was had some propaganda in it which I didn't like but I like the idea that they're keeping her in these movies which makes me feel like that's important. Not to just remove her and replace her with someone else. Because sometimes they do that in Halloween movies. And they they made like Freddy Krueger over again. And I was like, what is this? Like some movies that they make over are not good. They need to do better. Um, moving on from horror to action. Um, I don't know what movie we're going to see next in the movie theater. Um, it's going to have to be a good movie. It's not going to be Halloween. We're going to watch that on Peacock. Um, the movie has to be good for us to go because the movie theaters are not cheap. I mean, they're fun to go to, but you're, you're talking about like $70 every time you go. And we like going to the Dolby Theater because everything is more like action packed and it feels like you're like in the movie. Like the sound and the visuals are truly amazing. So if you're going to go to a movie, it should be a Dolby movie. I don't know what really good movies are coming out. We really need to catch up with, um, the dragon show and we really need to finish um peaky blinders there's so many episodes of peaky blinders right now oh my god um i have my own list of netflix shows i need to watch which i haven't started yet so this is gonna be fun i don't know where i'm gonna end up with all this crap but i'm gonna try to do my best and forget the rest and just get to it um i haven't really watched anything on netflix lately mom says she watched the beast on um peacock i don't know have you guys seen the preview for that movie these people are in a car they're in like a desert or something and i guess something happens with an animal and they end up like driving to the edge of like a cliff and the idea is they're trying not to fall so they can't move around in the car it's very bizarre i don't know i want to watch it so i like that the movies have worked out with the apps to give you the ability to watch it at home or watch it at the movie theater. Sometimes I don't really want to drive to the movie theater. I just want to watch it on the couch. So having that availability is nice. It is. Um, moving on from scary movies, catching up on shows, and the fact that we like watching movies on our couch instead of the movie theater, let's move into food. A low cholesterol diet, which I told you about yesterday that I have to start to do. Meaning, I really have to see what I'm eating. And I really have to focus on that. I no longer can eat things that are high in cholesterol. I was already limiting the amount of bread I have. And, like, you know I'm obsessed with, like, certain things. But that doesn't mean I can't still eat. That just means I have to change up what I'm eating. A diet isn't really a diet you have to make it a lifestyle and you have to want to make it a lifestyle and there's nothing wrong with that there isn't so 
I dare you to join me on my low cholesterol diet and let's see what happens on it. Are we going to lose weight? Um, Raymond actually told me about some diet that I'll tell you guys about. It's called the... Let me find it. Conover diet, which is meat with fruit. You start eating after 12 o'clock and it's just meat and fruit. I'm considering doing that. We'll see what happens. Skip breakfast. I probably don't need to eat breakfast anyway, but if I do eat anything, it's going to be like an apple. I'm really considering doing that. Um, I like other things. I like vegetables, but I can understand finding something simple is important and I really want to do it so let's see what happens um but that's a natural part of a diet I do want to start eating more salmon and I want to start eating less red meat I really don't eat a lot of red meat lately we've been having like five guys burgers but I can't even eat the whole thing skip really skip it eats like half of it because I can't eat the whole thing but you know outside of like five guys or like getting the burgers from Halls or Big Y we really get better we've been eating better meat and i don't really eat red meat at all outside of burgers so i don't know like we don't eat steaks regularly sometimes we have pork chops but outside of pork chops and like burgers from the butcher we don't eat red meat like that i like salmon but skip hates fish so like it really puts me in a position where like I want to eat more fish, but I can't really do that. So I don't know where that leads me. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to stress out about it. I'm just going to follow what the doctor said and just keep up on the healthiness. Um, outside of that, um, water. I told you about water regardless of what you're eating what you're drinking you need to drink water multiple times a day with meals or by itself you need to be consuming water you need to be trying to have some fruit and you need to be trying to eat some sort of a vegetable like there has to be a combination of all those things and you have to eat things in portion you can't just shove food down your face like i'm not saying that you have to look like a fucking model or an olympian but i'm saying we have to take precautions and steps so we don't get diabetes, so we're not too overweight, and so that we're living happy so we can live longer and stronger. Drinking water, eating a low cholesterol diet, or the, um, what's the name of the other diet? Um, the one that the other doctor told me to go on that I can't remember the name of. Uh, I don't know my guy, it's on Pinterest. Give me a second. You know, I'm looking at stuff while I'm doing this podcast because I'm so cool. It's called, we're this keto, but that doesn't work for everybody. But if you want to try it, I say go for it. There's also, um, the Mediterranean diet. There's that.
I mean, why not try it? There's Mediterranean diet. There's keto. There's so many different diets that you can do to get different results. So, like, Or you could do that one I told you about where you just eat meat and fruit, the carnivore thing. Whatever you're looking for, it's there. So try it, okay? Try it. Don't feel stuck like, oh my God, I'm too overweight. Sometimes I hear myself talking about myself and I have to stop. Like, sure, I'm not like skinny, skinny, but again, I'm not like obese, obese. I need to drop some pounds. I really do. And I'm going to focus on getting that done. But you know how I'm going to get that done? By getting a regimen, working out, drinking water, and be and loving myself. I'm not going to get it done by stressing out, becoming depressed, and thinking I can't do it. That doesn't help you when it comes to weight loss. It has to be a lifestyle, not a diet. So I encourage you, I challenge you, why not try to do something different if something else hasn't worked? And if nothing's working for you, go see a specialist, go see a doctor, see what's wrong, and see if your questions can be answered. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, you're a star wherever you are, and you can do anything you put your mind to. Today's just another Tuesday, and it's just another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. Your star power is asserting yourself, using your positivity, and encouraging yourself with excitement and energy to do anything. And I dare you to be the brightest star you've ever seen. Together, we can light up the world. I'll see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, you're never alone. I'm always here. Just press that play button and you can re-listen to this or you can send me a message and I will happily respond back and you'll never be alone. I promise. I'll see you tomorrow.